Marketing Your Private Practice is a podcast where you'll learn easy to implement tips and strategies to grow your business without spending all day online. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and I teach practitioners the Thrive Marketing Method to create simple and streamlined plans by focusing on long-term strategies, not just social media. Discover ways to spend less time on your marketing, attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. Hey, Private Practice Heroes, it's Kathy Koliakovo, and thanks for listening into the podcast today. Recently, we've done a series on creating articles and content for your marketing. But today, what I wanted to do was give you some ideas that will inspire you on ways you can cut back and streamline the social media content you're creating from those articles. Because if you're like a lot of practice and business owners I work with, their issues marketing their private practice always come down to the same two problems. They're spending too much time doing the marketing and the marketing that they spend all that time on isn't working and getting them the results they're after. Typically, the goal people are looking for is to get clients from their marketing. So when it's not working, they try doing different things to make it happen. What a lot of people try doing differently is to do more marketing in an effort to get some results happening. But doing more tends to go one way only, and that ends up being spending even more time trying to make it all work. But when you do more of something that isn't working in the first place, it's rarely the path to go down, not if you're looking to solve the problem. So what do you do instead, you might wonder? Well, the best option I would recommend is start by following my stepping back to start planning strategy that we covered in episode 33 of the podcast. This is the one strategy that will guide your marketing to attract more clients. It helps you create content with a purpose of helping you achieve your business and practice goals. So definitely go back and listen to that episode if you feel you have some of this problem of marketing not getting you the results you're looking for. Now, the other thing that often happens here is that you can learn to be more efficient with the marketing that you do create and understand how you can be repurposing the content you're creating. Most people underestimate how many ways you can actually repurpose your marketing content. And that's why I want to cover this topic today. Because the more you can plan your marketing content and have a plan to repurpose it, the more time you're going to save by doing the marketing. Ideally, you want to be very strategic with how you plan the content in the first place, but also with that repurposing aspect. And one of the best ways that I teach people to do this is by having a consistent content plan. This is something we cover in the Thrive Marketing Academy. It's really all about building a plan for the exact marketing content you need to create for every cycle of new content you're putting out there. And what I mean by that is when you create that article and put it out as a newsletter or a blog, the next time you create the article, whatever the time is in between the two of those, that is your cycle. And so you want to know for each cycle how much content you want to have but you also want to know about ways that you can repurpose what you're creating because it will help you put that consistent content plan 
in place. Now, the article is the base of all this, the consistent content plan. And we did talk a lot about how you can use that one article and repurpose it as a blog post and a newsletter and how to format them differently. We covered that in episode 55. So those are two of your main places that you're going to actually repurpose that one piece of content. But that main piece of content can also be where you start with a lot of your social media and online marketing content. Because the reality is you can break that article down into so many different pieces of content that it takes on an entirely new life form and will help you save time with the marketing. And it will help you achieve your goals as well of making sure that what you do with that marketing and the content you put out there and the time you put into it all pays off with some results. But this repurposing is something a lot of folks just don't understand. They aren't quite clear on how you can repurpose the one main content article into so many other pieces of content for your social media channels. And better yet, what I teach people to do is to take just a few pieces of content from the article and you can actually take those few pieces of content and put them on all sorts of channels and they can take on a variety of forms, text, images, and videos. It really can multiply in many ways. And the entire goal of this repurposing and this planning is to save you time and to get your marketing working. It's just as simple as that. It's all about having a plan in place to streamline your content creation. And we talked about the main types of content you can create as part of your consistent plan in episode 10. And I will link to that in the show notes. But within this plan, we are looking at and focusing on seven main pieces of content. The first one is actually the article you create. So that becomes your website anchor content or your blog post. The same article becomes another piece of content when you turn it into a newsletter article as well. And then from that main article, the main types of content you want to create for your consistent plan for that cycle that you have every time you do this are creating some brilliance tips. So that's basically just taking tips and info from the article that people can learn from. You also want to create some blog promotional posts. So these are one and two liners that you put out there online with a link back to the blog or a call to action and tell people to read the whole article. You want to get people talking and engaging with you by putting together some content that has a whole purpose of inciting responses and engagement, comments, likes, shares, whatever it might be. Then you have the fourth and fifth ones, which are both videos, short videos or long videos. So this is all new content you're creating, these five different types that you use from that one main article. And this is often where people fall off the wagon of the consistent content planning by not realizing how far those five pieces of content can go and how many ways they can be reused and repurposed. Honestly, you can create tons of content from just the five pieces. And this is where I want to give you a mashup of ideas so you can envision all these possible ways of repurposing those five pieces of content. And one thing I'm going to share about this list as I talk about it here, it comes from a place on how I create content for myself and how I teach it to members in the Thrive Marketing Academy. 
So typically we create the social media content for Instagram first, and then we kind of rework it a little bit, copy and paste it and adjust it a bit to put it on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and even threads if you're using that system or Pinterest. And the reason that I do it this way by starting with Instagram first is because the Instagram content is often where you have the most elements added. You have more hashtags in there. You might have a different or a longer call to action because you're telling people, click the link in my bio for more details. Whereas on a lot of the other channels, in particular Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, you don't need a call to action that says, click a link to click a link. You can actually put the link in there. So it's for this reason that I create the Instagram content first, and then I adjust it for how I can use it on the other channels. If you went the other way, it would still work. It's going to take a little more time to add things in rather than cutting pieces out. So it's a small time-saving factor. But honestly, in my assembly line-like processes, it makes a big difference overall in the time. And that's why I do it this way. The other thing you want to understand about this system before I share all of these different ideas of repurposing is that the images I plan to make for each article become the images for the content we post in the feeds for all the social media channels. And we talked about this in a previous episode. We might create four images in total, but they become 17 images, I think was the example I had used, for all the different posts that we would put out there. So we're never, ever making separate images for every one of these ideas I'm going to talk about below. And I will soon be doing a podcast on this very topic of using images in your marketing and sharing more with you about how you can create just a couple images to use them in all sorts of ways. So stay tuned for that episode. Oh, and by the way, as I start listing some of these items, sometimes I might revert to using my nicknames for some of the social media channels. So. IG is Instagram, FB is Facebook, and LI is LinkedIn. And those are the most common ones. It's just as I talk about it, I will naturally just use those nicknames. So I wanted to make sure you understood what they're all about. Now, as I give you these ideas here below, I am not saying that this is what you need to do for all of your marketing content. I want you to realize that you can fill your content calendar by reusing the same content on multiple platforms. And that's what repurposing is all about. So let's dive into this list of many ways that you can repurpose that content, those five pieces of social media content from the one article you create as part of your consistent content plan. So remember, the five types of social media content are your brilliance tips, your blog promotional posts, your engagement posts, your short video, and your long video. Now, of course, there are going to be added on-the-spot ones that we put out there too, spontaneous ones, things that we're going to use more for what I call persona content. But this is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about these five specific strategic types of social media content you want to put out there with each article you create. And I really can't stress enough, most business owners will not use everything I'm telling you about here. This is a list of ideas for you only. You'll want to focus only on the social media channels you're using in your marketing plans. You will not need every one of these, but I want to give you some ideas so that if you're feeling a little stagnant, unsure, not sure what to do, this should give you some good inspiration. 
So the first kind of social media content we can put out there is brilliance tips. So these are typically going to be posts that will go on your social media channels with maybe a line or two or even more. You might have some longer Instagram captions that go with this. But what you're doing is pulling tips or advice out of your article. You're having that content that can stand alone on its own as a text. And you'll want an image to go with these too, because most of these places where you're going to put a post out there, it's going to have an image. Now, some things are changing and going to back to text only, which is okay. But I just want you to remember, typically we're creating some content with an image. So the way you could use this one brilliance tip that you create, you can put it in your Instagram feed as a post. You can use it as an Instagram story. You can put it on your Facebook business page as a post and also as a story. Same thing with LinkedIn. You can put it as a post on LinkedIn. You can put it as a piece of content on Twitter. If you're using the new app out there, Threads, you can put it on there as well, or even on Pinterest. Now, you'll need the image to be resized to go on those different channels, but it can be the exact same image with the exact same content going out on eight different ways. So there's eight different ways to repurpose that one piece of content. Now, the second type of content that we talked about are blog promotional posts. Now, these are short one or two line sentences that have a goal of enticing people to read the actual full article on your blog, on your website. So you can use these as well in many different social media channels, but you'll need to do some editing to add the direct link to it for some of the calls to action. So if you talk about it on Instagram and use it on Instagram, you're probably going to say, click the link in my bio or DM me for the link. When you put it on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter even, you would put the actual link in there that people can click. This is why I am not a big proponent of auto-posting what you put on Instagram to Facebook because it has a very different context on Facebook. There's no link in bio on Facebook. So when you do that, you're just confusing people. Take a couple seconds, copy the content you're going to use on Instagram, paste it into a document, adjust it a little with adding the link, and you're all ready with a blog promotional post that can go in all sorts of places. And so for this one, again, we're pretty much in the same places here. Your IG feed, your IG story, your Facebook business page as a post, as a story, and then again on LinkedIn, Twitter, threads, and even Pinterest. So these are all things that you can use there. That's another eight types of places and ways that you can repurpose that one piece of content. The third kind of content we talked about are engagement posts. So this is where the content you create, you want to try and get people talking and asking questions back to you. You'll ask them a question trying to entice them to sort of talk back to you with more than a yes or no response. You're usually looking for some commenting, some engaging. So when you create one of these, again, you can put it on Instagram as a feed post. You can put it on as a story. Your Facebook business page as a post or a story. And then again on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Threads. You can do it on Pinterest as well, but for those of you using Pinterest, you probably have a really good strategy for that. That's not typically my practice owners that are out here. Not a lot of them focus on Pinterest as a social media channel that they use. But if you are using it, because a lot of dietitians do a lot of food posts or recipes, so it could be very helpful for you there as well. 
So there could possibly be ways that you could take that and use it on your Pinterest. Depends on how active you are. So again, that's another eight ways that you can repurpose that one piece of content. So we're actually up here now to 24 different ways that you can use these three posts to put them out in different channels and use them as different pieces of content. So now we're into the fourth one, short videos. So these are typically videos you might create under 90 seconds. So these are short and sweet and to the point. You're going to want to follow a good framework for creating them. You want to invoke curiosity, you know, use a hook, then give them the information and have a call to action at the end of the video. You're typically trying to engage, educate, or entertain folks with these videos. Some might be tips only, some might have calls to action. The plan here is really getting your face and voice out into your marketing content. But you don't have to be creating Oscar-winning films here. That's not what we're doing. Just be you, deliver a message, and make the video content if that is part of your marketing plan and strategy. Now, I would tell you here, record your video in one place. I simply do this on my iPhone. And then when you do it that way versus creating everything for the video in one social media channel, that can make it a challenge sometimes to repost it on other channels without the watermark from each one. And that gives you a little bit of a black mark when you're sharing it on different channels and it will help reduce the reach you get from the video. So I like to record it on my phone. I'll be honest, I typically then put it up into Instagram, save it with the captions that I might want on it, putting in a headline, maybe an ending call to action as text over the video. And then before I hit publish, I save the video to my phone. Now it's pretty much ready to use anywhere else too. And I've got it on my phone, which is often where I'm going to upload it to the different channels. So here's all the different ways you can use these short videos in your social media content. So the idea is you have a plan for it. You know what you're doing. For me, I typically look at my article, write out a small little script and the caption to go with it and just record the video. I don't make it complicated. Videos for short videos, though, can be very different on each channel. Some of them have a two-minute limit. Some of them have 90 seconds. Some of them have under 60 seconds. So wherever you're going to use your short videos, you want to know how long it can be maximum to get the most out of the video without having to redo it and re-record it to get it on the different channels. And that's why I always have a button and it doesn't always work. Not a button, but I have a post-it note on my um, computer. So I'm always remembering, hit the download and save the video before you use it. Because once you've posted it on one channel and you forgot to save it to your phone, you've got the watermark on it and then you got to try to figure out how to get that off. So just try to keep it clean and remember, save it. And then this is where we can use it. So you can use the short videos on your Instagram as a reel. And then you can actually share the reel to your Instagram story. Or you could just upload the video itself to your Instagram story. You can put it on Facebook pages as a reel or as a story as well. You can also just upload it on your Facebook business page to go as a video. You can use it as a TikTok video, a LinkedIn video. Twitter offers videos. Two minutes is the limit over there. Threads now have videos as well. And the limit there is up to five minutes. And Pinterest offers videos too from four seconds and longer. The last place that I do recommend you put these short videos is actually on YouTube as a short video. 
you have to upload these on your phone and they have a 60 second limit. And then what I recommend you do is once you've uploaded them off of your phone, go to your YouTube channel and then optimize the title and the description after you get it on there. Because you're limited on what you can add to the video on YouTube when you upload it from your phone. So there are 11 ideas of ways to repurpose that one short video. Record it once and there's 11 places that you can take that video and post it out as social media content. When you post it on different days and different times and you know spread it out, it just helps you get more reach and you only used one piece of content to do it. Now with long videos, which are over two minutes, this is another way to add video content to your marketing plan. And it's a chance to go deeper with one aspect of your message that you might have in that article. I tend to do this every so often when I feel like I could dive into a specific area more than I did on the podcast episode or in the blog post. And it's sometimes a great alternative than making a really long piece of written content. Support it with a lesson by video. So I always recommend loading these long videos up on your YouTube channel. It is the number two search engine in the world. People go there for help all day long. So if you're adding content here, it's a great way to build an online community and go deeper with your content. You want to optimize the video here, of course, with a keyword-rich title and description and always add links back to your website in the description too. If you have a call to action in the video, put it in the description with a link. And then you can either upload the video directly to social media or you can share it as a link to the YouTube channel. So there's lots of different ways you can use it. You can even embed it into your website and use it there as well. Longer videos have lots of ways you can use them in places, but a lot of it again will be determined by the video length. So before you start recording things, know where you want to put it and look up what the maximum length of video is. So a few ways that you can repurpose that one video that you use As I mentioned earlier, you definitely want to put it up on YouTube. That's where you're going to save it there. But then you can take it and embed it into an article on your website as a blog post. A lot of newsletter and email systems allow you to put a video or a link to the video in there too. You can add that in there as well. Put it in the actual article or use it as a follow-up email after you sent out the main newsletter article that you had, and then send the follow-up with some deeper lessons on what you were talking about earlier. You can put it on your business page as a video upload, and you can put it on LinkedIn as well. On LinkedIn, the videos there need to be three to 10 minutes long, so you really want to plan your content well over here. Using LinkedIn isn't an option if you're doing a 10-minute or longer video. If you're active on threads and you have a video up to five minutes, you can use it there. And Pinterest also offers longer video options as well with a maximum limit of 15 minutes. So those are seven other ways that you can put this video content out there. One video used in all these different ways. And again, different days, different times, and your reach will go farther. But again, this gives you a big list of ideas. There's over 40 ideas of ways to repurpose those five pieces of content, okay? But I want you to really remember, you have to plan and think about your own consistent content plan, what you're going to do, and plan for the specific ways you're going to repurpose the content. 
And you can change actually that 40 plus number of ideas here. If you plan to use any of this content in Facebook or Google ads, And you can always take the full article that you wrote in the first place and post it on LinkedIn as the entire article. You'll need to make a couple adjustments here, but this puts your full content out there in a highly trafficked website. LinkedIn, for the most part, has better rankings than any of our websites out here. So definitely consider using LinkedIn for putting your whole article. I always like to do it at least a week after I put it on my blog or on my website so that I've got the original content on my website, not on LinkedIn. But it is a good option as well. And if you have good CTAs in those articles, you'll be able to build lists on your email list as well. So that is my entire list of different ways and ideas that you can repurpose the content you create for your social media channels in more than 40 different ways. Again, I'm not expecting you to use all of these, and to be honest, you shouldn't. But it gives you some ideas as you're thinking about the places and the channels you do want to focus on. So that's your action step here from this lesson today, is to review these 40 plus ways that you can repurpose your content for social media marketing and think about the strategy that will work best for you and your practice or your business. Because when you understand how things can be repurposed, how you can create that one brilliance tip and have eight different ways to reuse it, that will help you better create the content in the first place. And that's the focus here, showing you what's possible with repurposing so that you can think about what fits for you and use that as part of your own consistent content plan. And doing this will help you streamline your marketing so that you're creating helpful, useful content with a purpose that can be used in your marketing without taking hours and hours a day to create it. Definitely one thing you'll want to do after this episode is review the transcript and get the entire list of 40 plus ideas. They are going to be on our show notes page at marketingyourprivatepractice.com slash 56. And you can link to the transcript from there and get the full list so that you can look at it and really think about what's effective and useful for you to put into place with your business. This is Kathy C. And I want to say thanks for tuning in today. And remember, to thrive in practice means planning to get more strategic with your marketing plans and activities. And that includes having a repurposing plan as part of your marketing. I'll see you next time. You can find all of our show notes and resources mentioned at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at pepperitmarketing and say hi. I'd love to hear any feedback you have and make sure to rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes.